When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rhodes. Here we are again. What do you have for us? Well, there's a new iPhone. Is there always there's a new iPhone? There is, yes. Yeah. Oh, do you I get excited by this because you love getting new iPhones. I do. And then you don't know what to do with all the old ones. And eventually I get yes. your previous model but one, if I'm exactly. lucky. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And bizarrely, I'm actually using an iPhone to time this. I've now got an iPhone, which we're told has more computing power than Apollo 11. And all I'm now using it for is a stopwatch. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So what is exciting about this new iPhone? Well, I say exciting. I mean, to you. to Well, most it's, of a, us. It, it's a new iPhone. What more do you need to know? <laughs> right, okay. okay, so there are several things. So the iPhone 14 uh, it, it has um, uh, a few new safety features, which are interesting. Crash detection. If you're well, in you a serious, no. If you're in a car accident, mm-hmm. it will know and it will say, "Are you in an accident?" Looks like you're in a serious accident, and it will call the police for you, or the fire engine, or an ambulance, or whatever it thinks you need. Right, and it can't be fooled by you just dropping the blasted thing. Apparently not. Okay. Apparently, it's a particular kind of thing. Okay. I suppose um, that's useful. I can't, I can't feeling the police might get a bit irksome if it doesn't always turn out to be the case that they're needed. Well, you, it does give you a few seconds to say, no, I'm not in an accident, I just dropped my phone, and you can turn it off. But if you okay. don't do that, it'll it'll call all kinds of emergency services. And talking of emergency services, what do you do if you're out wandering through, say, the Nevada desert? As I often am. You, as you often am, and you get lost, and there's no signal. What you can do with the new iPhones is you could use satellite for an emergency SOS. But hang on, if you get lost, you've got an iPhone, it's yes. already got GPS on it, you can just look on a map. No, but if you break a leg or something like that. Oh, I see, you didn't mention breaking a leg. Okay, no, no. right. You yeah. said get lost. But well, maybe uh, get lost having... an imperative to me. No. <laughs> having broken a leg. Um, now, I said the, the Nevada because it only works in US and Canada at the moment, but right. it obviously it will be well rolled out. And the thing about uh, satellite phones is um, the satellites are a very long way away, and it takes a long time for the signal to get there. Yes. So you have a number of pre-recorded messages you can send. So all it sends is, you know, numbers one, two, three, or four. And at the other end, they interpret that as I've broken my leg. Um, I fancy a sandwich. Uh, I've fallen down a ravine, that kind of thing. Yeah, it sounds like a very primitive party game. It does, but it's very clever because you it shows you on your phone where the satellite is. And you just point your phone at the satellite. And then it pinpoints your location and sends whatever message. Very, very okay. clever stuff. Right. Okay. And that's about it. However, the iPhone, the iPhone 14 Pro. Oh, that's very exciting. Right. So that has it has an always on screen, which is very clever. So how does it manage to have an always on screen without sucking up battery power? You're well, asking my questions for me now. 
<laughs> Come on then, you could ask the question. If it <laughs> no, makes you feel in that is the question you I could ask, ask the question. Well, okay. well, the way that it works uh, is it dims the the screen apart from the the date and time, so you can always see what time it is. But it dims the background, and it drops the refresh rate of the screen down to one hertz, so once a second, in other oh, words. Yeah. So that uses far far less uh, computing power. The uh, iPhone 14 Pro also has uh, a camera boost. It boosts it up from 12 megapixels, which have been in the iPhones for some time, to 48 megapixels, which is an awful lot of megapixels. You'd enjoy that. You like megapixels, don't you? The more the merrier. The more the merrier. So that's terribly exciting. And uh, what's rather interesting um, about it, so the big disadvantage of the iPhone when the new look iPhones came out a couple of versions ago was the notch. And lots of people like Samsung made fun of the notch before introducing one themselves a couple of versions later. <laughs> yes, yes. And the notch, so it's a full screen, and things like the camera and the sort of face recognition and all that kind of thing have to be in front of the screen. So mm. they are in a lozenge, a black lozenge. And it means that when you're watching full screen movies, there's always this black lozenge in the way. So what they've done is, as uh, P.T. Barnum notably did, they have turned their biggest drawback into their USP, into their biggest selling point. Right. So they have taken They've made a series this... of films starring a black lozenge. P.T. Barnum, the well-known <laughs> circus promoter. Yes. yes. I know he was. Yes. yes. Who, back in the day when he was got a cheap consignment of white salmon, hmm. which other people couldn't sell, he marketed under the slogan, guaranteed not to turn pink in the can. That's pretty good. It's very clever. So what they've done with their lozenge is it's still there, but rather smaller because they've hidden mm. a few things. But the lozenge is now the dynamic island, as they're rather expansively <laughs> calling it. <laughs> and when you have things that you need to know about, that the song that's playing or someone trying to call you or uh, how long it is till your next your Uber arrives, the lozenge expands in a rather gloopy, liquid way uh, with more information inside it. So it looks like the lozenge is there to hold information that you wouldn't otherwise see. It's terribly clever stuff. Really very, very clever. Good. And is your yes. order already in? Well, it isn't because I've had to buy a new iPad because mine was stolen on Ooh. Tuesday out of my oh. car. Oh, that's horrible. Yes, it is horrible. Oh, so I'm getting and did the, find uh, the iPad my iPad. I'll find my iPhone iPad thing that didn't. Yes, it, it has. Good. It has found it, and it, it was last seen yesterday morning uh, in a block of flats in Hampstead. But I, but it's no longer there. I went to have a look. I didn't go into the flats demanding people let me search. Yeah. But anyway, so unfortunately, yeah. I covered by insurance. Although I'm not covered by insurance because apparently I'm covered for up to 150 pounds worth of oh. content with a 350 pound excess so what's oh. the point in that anyway well, I, I will d just before i know you probably want to talk about the price of the iphones but but i my daughter lost an iphone a while ago and i did claim on insurance we got the money and of course now i'm finding of course i'm paying much more for my insurance every year because i exactly. claimed exactly. so you know swings and roundabouts the swings and as you say roundabouts but, but with black lozenges on them with black losses, but it's always the insurance companies that win, isn't it? On both the swings and the roundabouts. Is. But you yes. haven't told us how much it is, assuming. Well, the iPhone 14 starts at £849. Mm. It's quite a lot. The iPhone 14 Pro starts at £1,099. Wow. 
Did I read in, somewhere that prices haven't gone up in the States, but they have gone up here? Well, in the States, it's $999. And wait, wait, you think, wait a minute, the pound's worth more than a uh, dollar, so why is it less in the States? And I, I was looking into this, and there are two reasons. One is that the UK tax includes VAT. So on that £1,099, £184 of it is VAT. The other thing is that in the States, no prices are quoted with sales tax. So if you were unfortunate enough to be live in Monroe, Louisiana, which has the highest tax rate, because the tax rates are not just by state, but by individual city. Right. Then your $999 would have on top of it $104 in, in sales tax. Which then brings them down to you know about the same price. Okay. At the same time as the iPhone 14, Apple have released iOS 16, which is a new version of their operating system, which has some rather nice features as a redesigned lock screen, and you can customize it. You can change the font. You can yes. add widgets to it, and all kinds of clever things. And you can now unsend texts. You have. 15 minutes in which to unsend a text if you send one to the wrong person, or if you notice after you send it that it's auto-corrected something stupid, which happens frequently, yes. then you can yes. uncorrect your auto-correct and re-auto-correct. Well, as you know, I frequently send texts to the wrong wrong person. There's something You always think that it's going to be the last person you texted that you're sending a message to, but quite often I find it isn't. And you often get messages from my son and vice versa. I do, yes. yes I'm sorry about Things that. Things like well, supper's ready in 10 minutes. And I think, well, yes, you've had a lot of that's those. It's all very yes. well, but you live 45 <laughs> minutes away. Yeah, it's true. It would be cold by the time you got here. It would. Yes. Salad. Well, Stick to salad and I'll be there on time. Okay. I'll, I'll try and remember that in future. Um, and just going back to your unfortunate um, loss of the iPad, yes. how do you finish the new House of Da Vinci that you told us about before? Which yes. I oh, just oh. as well, because otherwise you'd have to start again. Oh, you? that would be awful. Yes, yes. No, I definitely I did finish I'm it. Still, well, I say I'm in the middle. I don't know, of course, because you don't know how far across, along it you is. are. It's good, though, isn't it? A little it bit is. too linear, perhaps. but Yes, a little. I, I, I confess exactly the same thing. But yes, very enjoyable. The problem is I tend to be playing it last thing in bed before I fall asleep, and you sort of need to be slightly alert, and I keep finding I'm falling asleep, waking up and not remembering where I was. Yes. But then that's true of life in general, I think. So <laughs> probably what, what do we talk about now? Well, we're sticking with phones and indeed computers for a little while. The um, Motorola Edge 30 Ultra, to give it its rather nifty. See, iPhone mm. 14 is a good name. Motorola Edge 30 Ultra isn't a good name, but it has a 300 megapixel camera. Whoa. Which is an awful lot of megapixels. Uh, it all can also shoot 8K video at 30 frames per second. Or if you're happy with standard HD video, it'll shoot it at up to 960 frames per second. Although I'm not entirely sure why you'd want to do that. All those shots of bullets being fired through glass, I suppose, is the kind of thing. The selfie camera on the front is 60 megapixels. So it's an awful lot of megapixels for your buck, isn't it? So you're going to switch away from the iPhone then? It's probably cheaper than no, the iPhone, isn't it? A quarter cheaper. Than, well, 900 euros. It's on sale in Europe at the moment, but not here yet. Um, and it comes in two colours, starlight white and interstellar black. Interstellar <laughs> black? black. Good gracious. Interstellar, not just black, but deep black. In yes. Uh, no, because it runs Android, and I don't like Android. I'm an, I'm an Apple fan, as you may have noticed on this show. <laughs> yes, I have noticed. Um, but then so am I. Hmm. Uh, but that's mainly because you're my tech expert. Indeed. Someone has to be. I'd get no help at all if I was on Android. <laughs> um, right. Uh, so, uh, 
time for us to take a very quick break and then we'll see what you've got in store for us. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. You're listening to Gadgets and Gizmos on Share Radio with Simon Rose and Steve Kaplan. This question will come as no surprise to you whatsoever. What have you got in store for us? Well, what I've got in store is for people who don't like their phone calls being overheard. What Ooh. can you do about it? Well, very little. Or now you can get the Mutalk BT mouthpiece. Right. It is a Bluetooth device and it mutes you when you're making a phone call. How does it work? I hear you say. No, you didn't say it. Go on, say it. How does it work? I'm glad you asked. It works by, it looks a bit like a VR headset, kind of a bulky thing you would wear in front of your eyes, but it goes in front of your mouth. So it's a, right. it's quite wide. <laughs> it covers your entire mouth and it's about, looks like about an inch and a half deep. And you strap it over your head, <laughs> over your front of your mouth. Exactly. Indeed. Uh, Japan only at the moment, sadly, or perhaps not sadly, 19,900 yen, which works out as about £120. And if you happen to be listening to this in Japan, you can go to shiftall.net and you can buy one if you don't mind looking, frankly, a bit stupid. It sounds a little bit like a version of those old sort of telephone hoods. You you know, when you used to go see ranks of telephones and there was a hood sort of covering most of your head. Yes. Yes. Strange. It's kind of like that, except rather stupider. But it's personalised. Yes. Anyway, you, know, you look quite daft when anyway, you're using a VR headset. Anyway, so looking daft is obviously do. not a problem. You would look even dafter. Yeah. No, but you don't tend to use a VR headset in public. Although you would, if you weren't in public, you wouldn't need one of these. That's right. And could you still see if you're using one of these things? Yes, it just wraps over your mouth, so, not your just eyes. Just the mouth. Oh, see, right. Okay. Yes. What bizarre. Mm. Yes. Okay. That's pretty weird. Very, pretty weird indeed. So you're not you're not springing for one of those then. I'm certainly not springing for one of those indeed. Okay. Uh, let us move on to wagyu beef. Now wagyu beef, as I'm sure you know, is very popular stuff, but ridiculously expensive. Well, I only know from this program. I'm I've barely heard of it, but you do I've, discuss it occasionally. It is it is cows that have been massaged and, and fed Mozart and yes. told bedtime stories and, and yes, generally yes, kept yes. very, very happy. And it's noted for its marbling, which apparently is a big thing. Uh, and it's expensive. But you can very shortly get omakase beef morsels. And the beef morsels are 3D printed layers of fattened muscle, mm. as they call it. Uh, and they are about an inch cube. Uh, no word yet on how much they're going to cost. They say they'll be similar to to steak, but presumably not similar to Wagyu steak. Otherwise, there'd be no point. It's from a company company that used to be called Meatech, as in M E A Tech. Get it? Meatech. Mm, yes, Meatech. Yes. Who've now changed their name to Stakeholder Foods. That's steak, as in steak. <sighs> they're terribly right. clever, these people. And. Uh, if you want to know more, you can go to stakeholderfoods.com where you can read about what they do. But it's quite hard to read about what they do because overlaid over the text are spinning chunks of uh, omakase <laughs> beef morsels <laughs> falling down the screen. Uh, right. They obviously haven't thought that one through. They, I don't think they thought that one through. So I mean, clearly a company being run by the marketing people. Yes, indeed, as as happens all too often. Yes, yes, I'm afraid. So, so where are you going to keep your Wagyu beef or indeed your Amakazi beef fossils? Well, you'll keep them in the fridge, of course. What colour is your fridge? 
Uh, well, I don't really know because it's it's a you don't one know of what built, is. Well, it's built in, so you ah. can't see the outside of it. Well, if you didn't have a built-in fridge, and you did were bored with the colour, you could do worse, or you probably couldn't. <laughs> then going to the new, the latest LG fridge. Our LG are the people who bought us fridges with fridge dating. You remember that one? So you could do date speed dating based on the oh, contents of your fridge. That. Yes, yes. They also brought us the fridge with a video screen on the front, so you could see the contents of your fridge without having to open open it. the door. Yes, but well, that was they actually might now... be quite useful in the summer when my fridge kept getting warmer every time the door oh, was open. Indeed, you still had to open it in order to get things out. I don't know. Well, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, hmm. how much time do you spend thinking about what wondering well, what's in your fridge lot, without yes. actually needing to access it? I don't know. Well, the latest is the LG Mood Up, and that's capital Up, Mood Up, right. <laughs> which, uh, which has fridge doors that change colour. They have LED panels in them, and you can choose between two twenty-two colours for the upper panel, but only 19 for the lower panel. I'm not entirely sure why that is. There must be a good reason, I suppose. And you can have whatever colour you want, as long as it's one of the 22 slash 19 colours. There's also practical use for this. They will flash at you if the doors are left open. They blink gently when someone approaches the fridge just to welcome you right. in. Uh, yes, and they have Bluetooth speakers built in, but in fact, it doesn't everything these days. They have Bluetooth Because you really want your fridge to be serenading you. you of an evening, yes. And when you're playing music through your fridge, through your mood-up fridge, the doors pulse in time with the music. Oh, my God. So it's like a disco fridge, really? It's a disco fridge. No price yet. So if you're thinking of running out and buying one, mind you, there's no point if you've got a built-in fridge because you wouldn't be able to see it anyway. Uh, true. I mean, if the music plays inside, though, of course, for the Wagyu beef that you bought, it'd be no use because it's dead. It is. You could, I don't you could play most to it, but it wouldn't cow. make it taste any better. Well, it might do. Certainly worth a try, isn't it? Well, I suppose so. Hmm. So if it's mood up... And you yes. select a colour that increases the mood. Presumably, it'll also be mood down if you then change back to another colour. Yes, I think it, might, it will. Could yes. be a de- the fridge could depress you. And at least it no longer senses your mood and then tries to regulate it. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Tell us, yes, have you got anything sensible to tell us? Or, or is it all silly? Oh, it's all pretty silly. Okay. But I can give you another silly one. I, we can talk about laughing robots, if you like. All this right. is uh, a team at uh, Kyoto University. They think the problem with uh, ro- with robots is that they can talk to people, uh, and they are getting better and better at r- approaching the Turing test when you can't yes. tell if what you're talking to is a robot or a person. But they don't laugh, so they thought if robots could sort of chuckle in conversations, then maybe they'd seem more human. And they've taken data because a maniacally from, uh, laughing robot would put everybody at ease. <laughs> well, not maniacally laughing. They they analysed eighty speed dating dialogues between male students at Kyoto University and the robot, but the robot was operated by four female actors remotely. Right. And they, I don't know why, they didn't just put the people in front of each other, but there must be a reason. And they have analysed how often people chuckle or guffaw or titter or smirk, whatever they do yes. just during the... And then they're training these robots to, to laugh at the, at the appropriate times. And who knows, maybe they will get more realistic robots. So what we're going to get is sycophantic robots that laugh at your jokes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, maybe your fridge should laugh at your jokes. That would certainly keep you going, wouldn't it? Yes. Improve your mood. Yes. Yeah. So there's a warning from Professor my, Sander my, my fridge has got no interior camera. How does it smell? 
<laughs> the um, Professor Sandra Watchter at the University yes. of Oxford uh, has I'm going to see a quote which is quite interesting. I'm going to read it in full. One of the things I'd keep in mind is that a robot or algorithm will never be able to understand you. It doesn't know you. It doesn't understand you. And it doesn't understand the meaning of laughter. They're not sentient, but they might get very good at making you believe they understand what's going on. And I think that's really worth bearing in mind for all these claims that, that robots are getting more human, for claims recently that the yes. Google uh, tech was should be classed as a person. It's not a person because it doesn't understand you. Well, maybe the Turing test is wrong. Maybe it is. Maybe it needs updating. You could say that's true of some human relationships. Sometimes people don't understand you, but they get very good at making you believe they do understand. Well, indeed. I know plenty of people who wouldn't pass the Turing test. (laughs) Well, yes, that is is very true. That's very true. Well, uh, we haven't had uh, one of these for a little while, have we? So having had, what now? What now? Well, uh, let's go for something a little bit more serious. Um, it's a computer. It is the, the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Fold. You see, they do have to come up with <laughs> such clumsy names for these things. Can you imagine going into a shop and saying, I'd like to buy a Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Fold? But then, By the time you said friendly, it, the X2 yeah, Fold would have come out. Absolutely. But then Apple used to have much friendlier names for its computers. They're not they did, yes, they now. always have done. Yeah. iMac, for example. That's a yes. good name for a computer. Yeah. It is, so it's very small. It is 176 by 276 millimetres, so it's smaller than the sheet of A4. It's not right. small, but it's, it's, it's pretty small. But it folds, as the name kind of implies, to mm. double that, to 16.3 inches diagonally. For some reason, even though we measure them in centimetres, we still use inches for the diagonal measurement. Just the same as cars have MPG gauges, but we have to buy petrol in litres, which never makes yes. sense. It is curious, isn't it? I find it is actually rather confusing when you're driving and trying to work out the calculation. Yes. I think because if we knew how few miles we're actually getting per litre, we'd yes. be horrified. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Sorry, I interrupted. So it's a folding laptop. It has a separate keyboard, key, keyboard which is the size of it when it's folded. Mm. Um, and it has a touch screen. And you can just open it up so the top half is a smaller screen and the bottom half is a, is a touch keyboard on the second screen. Or you can open it like a book, which I think is a very nice idea. So you can have sort of things mm-hmm. on one side and other things on the other side. It looks very, very cute indeed. Of course, it runs Windows, so that's what going to put me off. It has a SIM tray built into it so that it can be connected to the Internet, which most laptops don't. And I think it's a real surprise that they don't. And if you want to have your laptop and you want to use it when you're away from home, you have to then hotspot it to your phone, which is slightly ridiculous. Or get a dongle. Or you can get a dongle. Anyway, Which is a a lovely word, far lovelier than using a dongle usually is. Yes, using a dongle is really lovely. But as you say, it is a lovely idea. It will be available at the end of this year for $2,500, quite a lot. Um, in pounds, it'll cost me two and a half thousand pounds or thereabouts once you added in the VAT and once you've forget forgotten to add your sales tax in Monroe, Louisiana. Okay. Anything else very quick? Well, we could end up with the BBC Weather app, which has got a bug in it on iOS, on iPhones and iPads, where it occasionally thinks that users in the UK are in Ghana. 
and it'll tell them how good Why? the weather is. Well, they're saying they're working with Apple to fix it, and it should be fixed soon. But in fact, people have been reporting this bug since 2013. And they still haven't got around to fixing <laughs> well, it. Well, people's definition of soon varies. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> especially at the BBC. I, so, I mean, I use the app occasionally. No, no, it only happens occasionally. It depends on whether you're getting a good location signal. But if you look at your phone and it yes. tells you it's going to be 34 degrees sunny for the next month, before you run out in your swimming costume to go to the nearest swimming pool, just have a look outside and see if it is raining. Can you imagine waking up after a really heavy night? Your phone tells you you're in Ghana. You think, gosh, <laughs> I really must stop drinking so much. Steve, thank you very much indeed. That's it from Gadgets and Gizmos for this week. We will be back with more things silly and sensible at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.